let's get in a boat and let's get in a boat with a bloke named Mahe Drysdale. And I couldn't think of a better person to be in a boat with, quite frankly. Mahe, welcome to the program. I trust you well. Yeah, I am. Thank you. Right, and you've got big plans ahead of you and big plans in a rather large boat as well. Fill us in on the deets of the eights. Um, yeah, it's um, quite, a, quite a difference, I guess, going from uh, the slowest boat in the men's field to the fastest. So, uh, you know, it's a, a pretty massive challenge we've got ahead of us. But, um, you know, we've, we've got a good bunch of guys and uh, obviously Bondi was the impetus to, to do it. And I guess we've got a big dream and now we're going to go and try to achieve it. OK, so tell us about the move from the single skulls across to the eights. Uh, what drove it? What decision-making process was there? Who you reference, who you talk to and the like? Um, yeah, like I guess, um, you know, Bondi sort of came to me and said, look, you know, let's let's try to do something um, pretty awesome. And I, I originally, I guess I thought about it and I thought, oh, yeah, I'm not not that keen. Um, you know, there's so many moving parts and so many, uh, I, I guess, um, yeah, so many things that, that uh, you know, you, you don't control in, in an eight. And I thought it's it's really a pretty tough ask, but um, as I sort of thought about it more, I kind of thought, well, you know, it's something we haven't done in New Zealand since uh, 1972 is is win Olympic uh, gold in the eight, and you know, we've got we've got the probably the the right people um, to do it, so you know, why not give it a give it a crack this year and and see what we can do. Okay, so on a technical side of things, for years you've been by yourself, so it's all about you, and this way you've got a whole lot of other men that can either contribute or or, or knock the boat over, I suppose. So technically, what, what do you have to adjust? What do you have to change? What are the difficulties going to be from being a single sculler to a man in an eight? Yeah, well, obviously I'm I'm going from um, from sculling to sweep, which means that I'm going from having two oars uh, to one, um, and you know probably the the biggest change in that is is you you rotate around because obviously uh, you've got both hands on the same oar and, and you choose a side and um, so I go out to my left, which is uh, to, called bow side. Um, so that's that's quite different, but. Apart from that, uh, you know, there's, there's not a lot of difference between sweep and sculling. Uh, in an eight, it's a lot faster than a single. So you've got to be just just uh, like a lot quicker um, with everything you do and, and your movements. And uh, obviously, you've got to work together with with uh, well, nine guys in the boat, um, including the coxswain. And you have to do uh, everything in absolute sync. Um, Synchronicity. That's right. Got it. Um, and uh, you got to you got to do it all together, or else else you don't go anywhere. So yeah, it's a it's a, a massive challenge, but um, you know I I am excited about it, and you know if if we can pull off the dream, um, it would be pretty amazing. The transition, as you said, it's. It's different, but the same. What's the biggest difficulty in transition? Is it dealing with the other eight guys in the boat? Is it the fact you're sweeping, not sculling? Is it a regime thing, a training thing? What do you think is going to be the hardest bit about moving across? Um, I, I think, you know, in all honesty, it's going to be the, the physical of just adjusting my body and just, you know, a couple of different muscles up in your sort of shoulders and lats that, that work slightly differently. That's that's probably the biggest thing. I guess I had a little experience in a team last year with five people, and um, you know that was that was quite a, a, a interesting ex- experiment. And um, I, I really enjoyed working with with a group again. So yeah, that that should um, 
that should be good. And uh, you know, I think what I did learn then was also concentration. When you're in the single, you know, you you're focused on yourself, and when you're in an eight, you've got to be listening to calls and and make changes as required to to fit in with the crew. And um, you know, that's probably a, a, a challenge in itself. Was it difficult for you to walk away from an event you've had so much success in, and in essence, and feel free to stop me if I'm wrong, hand that role over to Robbie Manson? It's his now, isn't it, going through to the next Olympics? Tell me about that thought process. Um, yeah, well, I guess at this stage, um, you know, I, I was not selected in the single this year. So, you know, I guess the way I view it is this is a, a year-long project um, at this stage, and then we can reassess uh, when we get to the world champs. But, um, you know, for sure, if, if the eight does what we want it to do, then, um, you know, that's where I'll be in, in Tokyo. And uh, probably the, the hardest thing walking away from a single was I, I sort of feel like I, I didn't finish, um, didn't quite finish off the, the job. And, um, you know, that, that's probably the hardest thing, uh, you know, just, just from my comeback. I, I don't feel like I've quite reached where I, I can get um, in the single. And so that's probably the hardest thing for me uh, to walk away from. The reaction from the other team members in the eight about having a, a single rock star turn up and climb into their boat? Have you been welcomed with open oars, for want of a better phrase? <laughs> Yeah, you know that's that's been the that's probably what swayed my decision. And um, as much as anything, seeing the reaction to Bondi coming back, um, you know, I just saw the whole attitude change. Uh, you know, it was it was very positive. Uh, the guys were incredibly excited, and and you know that was probably what what really swayed me was like, well, if these guys are, are that keen and, and want to do this that much, then you know I, I want to be a part of that. And um, you know, obviously. Uh, you know, I bring a, a different view, I guess, of, of the world to the boat. Uh, most of these guys are, are early 20s. Um, but, you know, that's, that's, I guess, my and Hamish's job to hopefully add a little bit of experience and, um, you know, we can hopefully, um, you know, help them through some of those tougher times in, in those big, big pressure situations. Yeah, and that, that first target, that's uh, the world's, you need a fifth to qualify. That's pretty much what you're aiming at, I'm presuming. Yeah, well, it's it's a very very tough ask, um, you know, just to qualify the boat, and we're under no illusion how how hard that's going to be. Um, there's not a there's not a soft country in in the top five, so you know we're going to have to go out and uh, we're going to have to beat some some very good crows if if we want to achieve our goals. And uh, you know, I think we're definitely capable of that. Um, but you know, we're we're going to have to be onto it, and and we're going to have to make. Uh, some some pretty quick um, inroads into getting this boat going. So you've got what a squad of like fourteen is it? You've got an eight and a four and a couple of extras. Does that mean two drop off the end of it uh, come before the worlds or after? How does that process work, Mahe? Yeah, so so obviously um, they've selected a squad, and, and in most cases, uh, well, the, the biggest reason for that is because of the unknown of, of me and Hamish, and you know we've got to prove that we can get back into the form we need to, to to be able to be part of this boat um, and you know the intention out of that 14 is is you'll have uh, eight racing um, the eight you'll have four racing the four um, trying to qualify those boats and then you'll have two reserves so um, you know it's it's an open system so it's still very very competitive right from now through to worlds and I guess the the biggest uh, hurdle for for me and Hamish is to make sure that we uh, you know number one that we get get into the, the eight and 
um, you know, that'll be the, the priority boat out of those two. And finally, on Hamish Bond, have you ever seen him bleed? Is he actually a human or is he a droid? I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty incredible athlete. And, um, you know, it's, it's been impressive just to see, you know, since he's come back, he's he's hit it pretty hard, probably a little bit too hard. He's, um, yeah, put himself back a couple of steps, just uh, trying to do too much too early. But, um, you know, he's he's an amazing athlete. And, you know, I'd say within a couple of months, he'll be, he'll be back to where he was in Rio. Let's get back to the glory days of 72, eh? One of my earliest sporting memories, all those men standing there in their black singlets and with yourself and Bondi on board, Mahi Drysdale. We've got to put ourselves in with a decent chance of qualifying. Congratulations and thanks very much for your time today. Okay, thanks a lot.